Hello. That's not a test. Hi. I can't gauge audio. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y N Z. That's more than enough. More than enough. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You ready to get started? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hi everyone, I'm Chris. And I'm Candace. And welcome to Wine Down Therapy. We're independent wine guides for Traveling Vineyard. And this week on the podcast... We have Riesling. No, we have Calamity Sue. Did you know? So that's my Tennessee (laughs) accent. And it's just this wine. It's doing it to me. It's a picture of a cowgirl on the front of it. And it's just doing it to me. It's bringing... Home the its name is Calamity Sue. Calamity the name of the wine Sue. is Calamity Did you know Sue. Chris broke up with a girl once because, yes. Because Why are you putting my business out on the street? <laughs> this is a long time ago. I don't oh even know the God. girl's name. Apparently, he broke up with a girl once because of her southern accent. And then he married me, <laughs> which I have a even worse southern accent, which is actually not as bad. In all fairness. Anymore. <laughs> the southern accent was only part of the reason I broke up with that girl. Okay. That was not the only reason mm-hmm. I broke up with her. Sure. <laughs> it's okay. I won't tell any of your stories. That's okay. We'll yeah. leave all those out. Uh, yeah. But I did marry a woman with a, a very, very southern accent that I am incredibly attracted to. So. Yeah, right. That's how, what? You're embarrassed of my accent. Oh, my gosh. No? I cannot believe you're saying so if I was embarrassed by your accent, would I seriously want to do a podcast and a vlog with you every single week? Well, I guess you have a point there. But okay. I love your accent. Stick to your I roots, think buddy. Stick to your roots. <laughs> exactly. Know where you're from. <laughs> Calamity sick. We're Tennesseans. Or we were. But it's still, you know, we're Tennesseans. It's in your blood. It's in your blood. You okay, know, and, and you know when you talk about Tennessee, right? So, um... Southern hospitality. Hospitality is always a big thing for Southerners, right? That's always, like everybody thinks about the South and they think about Southern hospitality and how nice everybody is and how welcoming everyone is and so on and so forth. You know, I was thinking, we did a, we had a wine tasting that we did um, today with a fun group and and uh, we got on the topic uh, because we do this in our in our wine tastings it's it's more than just sitting down it, it's socializing it's just us getting to know each other um talking having fun socializing so uh we were all sitting and started talking about how um hospitality and communication and how just the interaction that we have with our neighbors has changed so much over time um we were talking specifically about uh for instance reaching out to everyone and following up with them um, you know, one of the things we we always share is we don't want this to be the last time that we talk. I mean, we really we really enjoy meeting new people. So we to, enjoy interacting with so them. So today we say, find me on Facebook. Exactly. Right. So it used to be give me a call, come visit my home, uh, something to that effect. But now it's it's all digital. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. So I'm not saying I'm not trying to be an old fogey here. I'm I'm not saying I'm. Um, in disagreement with technology or that I don't like technology or that I'm right because um, there's some good there's there some is good. good I mean I was just telling her that it's very easy to if your kids want to have a well my kids would kill me if I said play date today but but right. yes that's what they are pretty much they're still play dates right but 
it was easy for me to find that mom of that kid and then connect with her on Facebook. And then all of a sudden we're sending messages and we can easily get them together. Right. I don't know. There's and convenience. Think, and I think if you, if you invite uh, friends over, if, if, if there's just a way to host people and how to invite people into your home and how to treat them when they, with respect, yes. you know, and appreciate. So just, yeah, this, in this past week, I got to go photograph a $2.5 million home and it was a wonderful, gorgeous, beautiful it was home, a beautiful home. Um, in Paradise Valley and the family, well, it was actually just the mom and dad, their kids had moved away to college on the East Coast, which is why they were selling their home, because they're going to go move to the East Coast with them. But they were very welcoming, and oh, they they welcomed me in. They even offered me. Well, we started talking about wine. Me and the the of course the yeah the lady of the house. We started talking about wine and how we both like our red wines chilled which that never that's just hard to come across you just don't always get women that like to have their red wines chilled well, nobody likes their that's the we're weird i, I think we're just we're weirdos. not weird the average temperature of the wine is supposed to be between 65 and 68 degrees I'm that's most chilled people don't like that well anyway anyway this woman she was very welcoming in fact before i left she gave me a bottle of wine. See, and that's what I'm talking about. That's you came in, um, in essence, to provide them a service, and left, and they gave you a gift in in thanks for the service, not just payment, right? And I think we got to a point in society where if I give you money in a transaction, that's it. I don't have to be nice to you. I there's. It, it, that's nothing. It's just a transaction. You're you're a provider, and I'm the part. I'm the, the the consumer, and that's it. And and you know when you talk about Southern hospitality, I mean, uh, we're in Arizona now, and Arizona is not that bad. But we've been in places like Ohio and and other places in the, in the country uh, where they're not welcoming. They're not. Um, that's just not how they. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna be real here. Be real. I love that we're from Tennessee, but we have lost the Southern hospitality there. Yeah. Because I actually feel more, I feel like people welcome more here in Arizona than they, I don't, I don't know if it's because it's one of those Southern states, but they're just not as accepting. They're not as welcoming. They're not. Like, I don't know. I've, I know Tennessee's known for the Southern hospitality, but when I even talk about Tennessee, you know, from like to people around here, they don't feel Tennessee has that Southern hospitality either when they have think, visited. What, what do you think is, has changed? I don't know. You I know, mean, even from when we were growing up. I know that we have the good old southern country food, and I know that food is the way to man's... <laughs> Anybody's heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man's heart. Um, so I don't know if maybe that's where the southern hospitality word came in, um, you know, like always offering food. But but don't you, don't you think... Now, I'm a little bit older than you are. Not a lot older, but I am a little bit older. But I still remember 
even while we were growing up, you didn't lock your doors. All the kids, like today, there are time limits on kids being outside. I mean, it's like, like, be careful, stay in our backyard only. Don't, you know, where when I was growing up, it's get out of the house. You are not allowed in this home until it gets dark. Yeah, but I mean, how does that have to do with Southern hospitality? Well, I'm just saying the whole mentality of the area has changed, right? So, I mean, we would leave and we would go to each other's buddies' homes. So, all of our friends would just go to each other's homes right. and we would get uh, Kool-Aid or, or water or whatever it might right. be at each home. And the first time that my girls ever experienced that was, was whenever we Arizona. moved here in Arizona. Yeah, not in Tennessee at all. No. Not one time in Tennessee. But I, it happened here. And I, we lived know, in plenty of subdivisions so where that I'm just that saying, Tennessee should, you know... Step it Step up. back up. Yeah, get it back because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I want you to make me proud. <laughs> <laughs> I live there. But I think, you I know, like there. what you experienced this week at that that um, that uh, shoot at the home, um, like them welcoming you in, being so nice, uh, being conversational, and then giving you a gift. I, we need more of that. You know, you watch, I'm not going to get political because it just gets on my nerves anyway. So I'm, I'm the least political person, but if you watch the news today and you watch any level of politics whatsoever, if you're not embarrassed, I don't care what party you're a member of. If you're just not simply embarrassed, Mm -hmm. that's not what I, first of all, I don't think that's what we are as a, as a, as a, as a people. I don't think what you see on television represents the country, but I think it is, starting to influence a little bit you know the the uh the key word of the week was blood sport that's what all the the politicians were oh now it's all blood sport you know whatever you're so talking points it just kills me but that's a pretty good description of what's going on you know and Mm -hmm. and you know again that it doesn't matter what party you're a member of or or which way you lean politically the whole just universe of politics and I used to be very involved in politics Um, I even ran for office at one time I would not even dream about being involved in any political uh, way whatsoever I don't even think I would want to work for the state you know or, or local or even federal government in any capacity yeah whatsoever it is a dirty, doggy dog, rude, just mean Maybe atmosphere. It's because we've all gotten like in a hurry. What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying like maybe it's maybe like people today, I mean, with all the technology that we have, we're all in a hurry. So it's just, I don't know. Maybe that's where that, I just think that no one takes the time to be hospitable anymore. Yeah. We're all consumed in our... Are we getting... You know, some would argue um, social media has a lot to do with this. Yeah. Like we're, we're losing how to interact and communicate and function with well, that was a, a big, human being next to you. That because was a it's, news article like here recently was that like our teens don't actually have actual friends that... They're going going to school and they're on their phone constantly. They're coming home and they're on their phone constantly. And they're in the social media world. They're not actually 
interacting in real life. That what was do a, we do? That was a news article. What's the fix? I don't know. Is there a fix? Have we slipped down the slope so far? You know, and even and if you want to go even deeper than that, I took my I took the girls to McDonald's this week, mm-hmm. but we didn't even go in. So I ordered on my phone. I did the mobile ordering. I pulled what? up. Yeah, you can mobile you can order. Mobile order from your from phone. McDonald's? And then you pull up in a in a parking space. So it's curbside delivery. They bring you your food and you leave. And you know, and and I guess the first the first thing that came to my mind is probably the first thing that comes to most people's minds. Dang, that's convenient. It is convenient. That's nice. I didn't have to get out of the car. But then we lost the interaction with the other humans. We did. In the name of convenience, yeah. in the name of speed, like you said, just in That's a hurry. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think people are just in a hurry. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't. That's one of the things that Tennessee has not lost, though. Speed. <laughs> They're still really slow. <laughs> Chris. Well, I'm just, no, I mean. Elaborate on that. No, I'm not slow mentally. I'm saying <laughs> slow. <laughs> I'm saying slow as far as pace of life. They. They take time to enjoy things. I think you think of your dad when you think no, of I, that. I think, well, I think, I mean, there's no question. My dad is, is certainly um, a poster wonderful. child for, for Southern. He will go you know, outside and, and just walk and, oh, yeah. and view the land. Yeah. Yeah. He does not mind watching grass grow at all. Um, that's probably a pastime of his, but, um, but I think in general in the South, just the pace of life is a little bit slower. Now, you know, when we were in northern Ohio, we were near Cleveland. It it was a very, very fast pace. Nowhere near what it would be in like a like a New York City or a Los Angeles or something that I affect. Out here in Phoenix, um, it's not too bad. Um, you get in downtown Phoenix and, you know, you get in that, that area and there's a little bit of a, a hectic pace. But. But, uh, you know, we're on the outskirts of, of Phoenix. It's a little, you know, Surprise is a great little city um, that we're, we're in now. And uh, um, it's a little bit slower. But, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I want to. And I've taken up, you know, half the, the stinking uh, podcast on that one topic. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking that. I guess I just, I wish that we could just all get along. <laughs> Speaking of, so, well, I mean, you were talking about hurrying up or, well, just the pace of everybody. Right. So, um, I think we have like 78 days until Christmas. Oh, for the love of Pete. And we got two holidays still to go. Okay. Halloween. Hold on. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Halloween versus Christmas. So we're talking about the differences between Tennessee and Arizona. One of the first things that I noticed coming out here Everybody decorates for Halloween. Yeah. Everybody goes all out. I mean, there's lights on homes, there's projectors, there's figures and dancing skeletons and witches and ghosts and goblins and everything else. And and it everybody not everybody, obviously, but many, many people go way out of their way to decorate for Halloween. Where back in Tennessee, there were some 
there were certainly some that decorated. My aunt decorated uh, mm-hmm. like crazy every well, we year for Halloween, Avenue. which was always fun. We had one one street that would. But they had a lot of trick or treaters. They had a lot of trick or treaters that went there because it was great candy. But the decorations, they were okay, but not like they are out here. Where Christmas, on the other hand, in Tennessee, everybody goes all out to decorate for Christmas there. Where we were really surprised there's not a lot of people that decorate for Christmas out here. Now, there's a lot of great places to go. So they have the, what is that place up? Um, 17, up north of 17, just shy of Happy Valley, or maybe a little north of Happy Valley. Maybe. What is that? That I don't know. They you, you drive through it. Oh, I don't remember. I can't what remember what the called. name of it is, but that's a great spot to go. When you so, drive through, and there's like it's all Christmas lights, like right. But it's not houses; it's just Christmas lights. Yeah, no, they they, they like, like in the middle of a little field or whatever, and mm-hmm. they just they build a car path, a car path. Excuse me, and you literally just drive through. You tune your radio to a certain radio station, hear the music, and the, and all the lights are dancing to the music, and they have a little place to go and. They have some food and games and this kind of stuff. And it was a really cool little deal. So that's a neat place, right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool up here. Um, but, you know, you're right. Like our first year living here, we were up on the roof decorating for Christmas. And, like, there weren't very many neighbors that no. did it. But Halloween, they went crazy. Yeah. I mean, not that people don't decorate for Christmas here. Because up in Moon Valley... I mean, they have their, like, Christmas light contest, and that was a really good subdivision. But, even, but hold on. Even then, if you saw that contest, there weren't a ton of the houses. It was not a majority of the homes. Yes, there were definitely some that participated, and some of them were great. Yeah. Some of them did a great job, but it wasn't the majority of the homes. Well, it wasn't even, even it, half the homes. Even whenever we lived up in a stray mountain, they had contests, but, yeah, no, not, like, hardly no one participated. Exactly. But you do something like that in Tennessee— and you're going to have, they would have subdivisions where every single house in the subdivision participated. Maybe it's because of the weather difference. It doesn't feel like Christmas here when it's Christmas. It's Well, warm. it doesn't feel like Christmas like we know Christmas. Right. But it feels like Christmas like they know Christmas. Now we know that we can swim on but Christmas. But almost <laughs> everyone here are, I mean, there's, there's a lot more people here that move from somewhere. Are, yeah, mostly transplants. Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with uh, religious yeah. tendencies? Yeah, which is another reason I think Arizona is so accepting mm-hmm. and welcoming because we're all meeting people from different cultures and different experiences and different religions and different races. And so... It's a micro-melting pot, pot yeah. of the country. It really so, is. I mean, I really think that's why we're so wel- welcoming. Like, we should... Arizona should have the Southern hospitality. But... It is. We have the Southwestern Hospital. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think maybe that's part of it too. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about like religious reasons. Now, granted, Halloween started as a, a, a holiday. What is it? All Hallowoods Day, I think was the name. All Hallows Eve or something. Something to that effect yeah. or whatever. So it started as Christian uh, Christian holiday, of course. Mm-hmm. Seco, uh, but society took but it. we have, you know, um, what do they call it? Uh, De Las... Muertes or something, which is Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. and that's a Mexican holiday, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of Mexicans here, so maybe that's, and it, I mean, isn't that, when is that? Diaz, isn't it Diaz? Hold on, now I'm going to look it up. Diaz. But I do kind of wonder, I mean, because if you think about Halloween, you're thinking of ghosts yep. and 
and goblins and you know killer clowns and and you know so uh, the day the day of the dead which is uh dia's de muertos is actually halloween yeah so that could be a real big reason too i mean you know just saying that that that's a mexican holiday and right we do have we have a pretty big population of of uh those from mexico here yeah absolutely um I think that might be part of it too, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking more religious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. Because there are know, so many people that, I mean, we're, yeah. It's just a very, very, like the Southeast is in definitely where we were from. I think Cleveland, Tennessee, which is where we were from. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most churches per square mile. The Bible Belt. I mean, it is the buckle of the Bible Belt. So I think there were so many people um, that worked for a church or there were multiple headquarters for international <laughs> denominations in, in Cleveland. So I think much more conservative um, area. And, and I think maybe that had a little bit to do with it as well. Why did I, what are we talking about? We were talking about, oh, Halloween versus Christmas. So... I don't know. We were just talking about decorations. Yeah. I don't have any decorations. We just moved and we went from. We have Christmas decorations. We just well, don't have any yeah. fall or Halloween. Yeah. And I got to I gotta get on it because we gave all of our stuff away because we yeah. downsized. And now we now we've moved upsized back again. To, yeah. So now we have nothing. <laughs> uh, we went to a Halloween party this past weekend. Well, it wasn't a Halloween party. It was like a bonfire, but. Their house was so decked out. They did such a good job in having a ton of Halloween stuff and decorations. And yeah, I need to Why like you get to a thrift store and leaving it. Why are you not eating the whole thing? Because I decided I didn't want any more. So the wine that we did this, well, you only ate you ate half of two of them though. We not even talked about calamity Sioux. Well, that was our wine this week for the vlog. So we're sitting here enjoying a glass of Calamity Sioux, which is a 2016 Riesling. And it pairs well with buffalo chicken. And that's what we have sitting here. Just a, a plate of buffalo chicken nuggets. And Candace is eating half of the nugget and then leaving it and then getting a different nugget. Well, you and were doing the same in our wine tasting. You were like eating I part of the... But I didn't pick up another one and eat a part well, of that's it. That's true. I only wanted half Okay, for the taste. I had my chocolate covered strawberries and you didn't finish the whole strawberry and that offended me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I will gladly go down and finish multiple <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries because they were fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I think I'm just done with the buffalo. Yeah, I can only take so much buffalo taste. I'm not the biggest fan in the world of buffalo. It's spicy. Buffalo taste. And yeah. I feel like this this um, wine, I don't know. I have... It just—it's a spice. Yeah. I'd rather drink it without it. I think maybe yeah. I don't know. I think that's about it. What else you got? You got something else you want to share with everyone? No, I was just looking at more of the wine stuff because we didn't really talk about it at all too much, except for that. If you like a riesling, you're gonna like this. Yeah. That's all they need to know. WineDownTherapy.com. Go check it out. Calamity Sue. Get all the information. Calamity Sue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they ought to make you like the spokesperson for this wine. You know, that would be Calamity, Calamity Sue. Yeah. It's a California Riesling. Not too shabby. All right. Have a good day, everybody.
Have a good week. <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Right here on Wind Out Therapy.